Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined here today by my brother, as always, Jacob Johnson. Hello. And uh, he is in Pennsylvania. I'm in the wonderful state of South Dakota. And we are actually excited to hear where all of you are from. So if you're joining us from another state, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Uh, send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com is our uh, email address. Also, check out the show website, trdshow.net. Um, all sorts of really cool stuff on that platform. And also, you can follow us on all of our social media accounts. We are on Facebook and Instagram, but we're also on places that, you know, actually support free speech like Gab and Getter. Um, so follow us on all those places. If you are watching this video on like Rumble or YouTube or wherever, give it a like. Let us know that you, you liked it because that really helps us out as well. Sign up for our newsletter. We need more people to sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't done this already, come on. Let's, let's, let's do it. it. Takes 30 seconds. Sign up. trdshow.net slash newsletter. Sign up for that today. We uh, are trying to grow our list there. So if you haven't done it, sign up. If you know somebody who is listening to the show and hasn't done it, get them to sign up for it too. It really, really helps us out. Um, okay, so today is Current Events Monday. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, and really, we're talking about one big thing that happened a week ago today. Um, <clears throat> and uh, absolutely bonkers. And, and all the implications. And actually, it's a, it's a great time that opens up another to another great conversation starter for another topic that we want to get into as well and discussing federal um, and, and civil civil governmental, try saying that five times fast, uh, agencies um, and what exist and why they exist and all of that ridiculousness in addition to some crazy stuff that Jake wants to break down as well. But before we get into all of that, we have to talk about our verse for this week. And Jacob actually picked this verse, so I'll give some commentary on it, but Stay tuned for Wednesday because Jake's going to be given even more commentary on it, and I can't wait to hear his thoughts on it. So our verse this week is Titus chapter 1, verses 15 through 16, and it says, To the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their minds and their consciences are defiled. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. And again, that was Titus chapter 1, verses 15 through 16. So, um, it's a really interesting verse. It's a good thing to remember. Um, I looked up a couple of different commentaries, actually, while I was studying this this verse a little bit more in depth. And um, the, the biggest part of this is actually verse 16, which is, they profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. So, it's comparing and contrasting the two different types of people. To the pure, all things are pure, but to the other sort of people, to the defiled and unbelieving, <clears throat> excuse me, nothing is pure, but both their minds and their consciences are defiled. So then we get to verse 16, which, which is kind of the, the key hinge point here. They profess to know God, but they deny him by their works. They're detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. So I thought that was really intriguing. And it brings out a really good point, which is that there's work to be done, right? They deny him by their works. So we should be affirming God and, and following him with our works, which implies that there are works 
that we should be doing. There are things that we should be taking action on, things that we should be uh, seeking and working for. And so that tied actually really well into our conversation. Um, the past three weeks, we were discussing on the on the Friday episode, the, the kingdom of God, um, and three different aspects and, and perspectives on that. And uh, by the way, if you haven't caught that series already, go back and, and check that out last three weeks. Um, and actually, last Friday, we had a special guest on the show, my pastor in, from the Connection Church in Leeds, South Dakota. Um, pastor Jonathan Hansen was on the show with us and discussed that as well. But this, I think, ties into that really well because we're talking about works. So um, anyways, there's lots more that could be said about that verse, but I think those are some of the highlights. Jake, is there anything you'd like to add before we move on to current events? Um, I'll leave it for Wednesday. Okay. But... Um, I definitely have, um, not a differing opinion, just something different than I'm talking about it on, in this verse, like a different aspect of it, but, uh, Very cool. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get into our current events. And I'm told that Jacob spent a large amount of time this week, uh, kind of putting together and, and researching the Trump Mar-a-Lago uh, home invasion story um, and what happened there. And I cannot wait to hear all the details there. So I'm going to cede most of today's episode to you, Jake, and then I'll chime in a little bit here at the end. So take it away. Well, um, I don't have a headline for this one, but I this was such a big um, event that happened, such a big situation that happened that I received emails every single day from like from news sources every single day a different article on this this um on this event different things talking about different aspects of it but and and that is very odd uh especially to get a email every single day about the same thing just a different facet of it (laughs) um so i was like at that point, I was like, all right, I guess this is something I have to talk about. Um, but when I researched this, when I looked into this, they hadn't shown the warrant and what it was talking about. But I do know now that the warrant is unsealed and you can go and read it. Yes. I would suggest doing so. But I, at the time of writing this, they had not posted that and they hadn't shown that. So I do not have this in here. So... If you do not know what is in the warrant, I would suggest pause the video, go and find the warrant and what it says. Um, but just letting you know, I will not be talking about it. Mm. Um, but starting out, if you haven't heard of this event, it is the FBI's raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago, on, uh, on the Mar-a-Lago, uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago. There we go. His home. <laughs> In Mar- yes. Mar-a-Lago, yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> but, and I'm not going to go into too much detail. Like I was saying before, I don't have, I, I didn't do the research on the warrant. I know it's there. But I'm not going to go into the detail of the events that took place. Instead, I would like to focus on the ramifications that this has on the justice system and for us as regular American citizens. Mm. Um, but starting out, right, as, as few crucial pieces of facts 
Yeah. Um, starting off, the FBI allegedly said that they were searching for nuclear weapons documents. Wow. However, this wasn't true. Really? At least, at least from what Trump has said, it isn't true. Um, that that was a hoax. He came out and said that it was a hoax. Wow. Um, and I, I do believe the warrant doesn't say anything about nuclear weapons. Yeah. And also, they they didn't find anything on nuclear weapons. At least they haven't they haven't brought that out either. And and moving on to my next point is that there is a lot of information that has not been revealed on this. So we are all kind of in the dark as to what is going on. Well, that makes it sound perfectly legitimate. Right. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not at all. Um. But so keep in mind, a lot of the stuff that I'm saying, I would suggest going out and doing your own research because it is very up in the air as to what is happening, what is going on. A lot of information is not surfaced. Um, But something interesting that I do want to point out, which um, helps play into what I want to talk about later, is that the FBI had been there before as a as a different article stated, that the FBI had come before to check the security Trump had on certain classified documents. So Trump, from being a a president, he had certain classified documents that he had in his home, and the FBI came in to check the security of it, to make sure that it was secure, make sure that it was okay. Um, But the article goes on to say that the FBI raided the very storage locker, which... Um, he had been keeping these documents in. Wow. So it was that specific storage locker. I would like to talk about a subject which, and moving away from talking about the facts of this case, and I, I say facts of the case, I mean ca- facts of the situation, but moving on from that, I, I wanted to touch on a subject which I'm not sure that we've talked about on the show. We might have before, but it's definitely something Bruce and I have talked to each other about in that we we know about I just don't know if we have talked about it on the show but in it in it's the situation of the militarizing of the police mm, yes and and not only the police but also the justice department mm. and with its it FBI SWAT teams yes um we've created an even bigger and more dangerous police forces a bigger and more dangerous FBI task forces, and even SWAT teams. Mm. Um, all of these things are now being used against us, right? These people, and and it's and it's not even that we can use the argument saying that oh well these are these are good people and they they won't attack citizens, they won't hurt citizens, they won't kill citizens, <laughs> but. At the end of the day, these people will just follow orders. Yeah. We look yeah. at the example of Uvalde, Texas, and how the police waited for orders to whether or not they could go into inside to the school to stop the shooter. They waited outside, and they kept anybody else from going inside. Yeah. And, and that was all because they were following the orders of the chief, and the chief didn't think the situation was escalated enough for them to go inside. <laughs> Whereas the shooter was allowed to kill 12 people. Wow. Yep. Yep. And and this fact 
coupled with the now new 87,000 IRS agents watching people's every move. Wow. Uh, and speaking of these IRS agents, um, they the IRS just ordered $695,000 worth of ammunition. Oh, lovely. Yeah. They are creating wow. their own secret military. Yep. And yep. that's a little scary. Mm-hmm. But, and, and then also, not to mention the fact that a stipulation on the hiring process, so they had a list of requirements that the people had to fulfill in order for them to be hired. You know, every, every business has that. But, but one of those stipulations is that they must carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Wow. For and these an are IRS the, agent. These are the tax collectors. Lovely. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So it's not just the FBI. It's not just the police. It is now the IRS. Wow. And, and this is scary, especially with what the FBI just did. Yep. Yep. And, but the president, and, in case, and for the case of today's age, the political party who runs the president are <laughs> now mob bosses mm. who just push around anyone who disagrees with them. Yep. And this is this is kind of the reason this happened with Trump. Now I think I think there are multiple different facets to this and I don't think it is just that they wanted to scare Trump out of running again. I think they they have multiple different reasons for doing this. But I certainly think that this is a facet of it that they they want Trump to not run again and Personally, I don't care if Trump runs again, and I, I wouldn't want him to run again, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to send an FBI task force over <laughs> right. to his house to raid his house. Yeah, exactly. But that's the current situation of our, of our day and age. Yeah, I mean, these right? people are mob bosses, and they also have one of the most powerful, or historically, was one of the most powerful militaries on the planet now it's full of woke wokeized you know idiots um but <laughs> but that's terrifying like usually these mob bosses will have fairly limited resources i mean you don't want to get in their way because they can use deadly force and will mm -hmm. but they don't have massive billion dollar militaries with drones yeah. and you know hundreds of thousands of men at their disposal like the current Mob bosses running yeah. our country do. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And lastly, right, I wanted to bring up this one last article just to add some levity to the situation. I have another article that I want to read, and I will read just the headline and let it sit for everybody. It should be hilarious. <laughs> but it. The headline is, the FBI raid on Milena's closet was justified, says Merrick Garland, wearing gorgeous new evening gown and sun hat. <laughs> and the, uh, it, it's, it was up on screen, the, um, uh, the picture, picture of yeah. Merrick Garland, yeah, <laughs> picture wearing from a sun hat and yeah, it's hilarious. gown, yeah. From the Babylon Bee, that is hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Love the it. Babylon well, is great until the left starts using it to oh, take ideas. I know. Yeah, now it's their playbook. So, yeah, yeah. that's that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anything, Jake, further to add to that before I kind of take that and 
run with it. <laughs> Take it and run. Okay, Go. I can run. <laughs> permission to run now. All right, permission received. Yeah. So, you know, this entire situation with the FBI should have people asking questions. Uh, you, you can't ignore the suspicious timing and, quite frankly, thin excuses used to invade the home of a president the left clearly despises with a passion. The point has been made multiple times over the past week that this is a great way for the opposition party to prevent Trump from running again. And Jake just made that point a little bit earlier as well. Um, that's a scary place to be. When and we were discussing this as well, you know, Jake and I were just discussing this, but it's, it's when a uh, mob boss is running the country and has access to those kinds of resources. It's it's horrifying because, and it's not just because hypothetically this could go wrong. It's because it has gone wrong so many times throughout history, and I'm going to bring up some examples of that a little bit later. Um, but the, there are two there are two points that I'd like to make today. Two two different points. The the first is and, that. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Sorry. Before you go into that, I did want to say we Bruce and I both mentioned that this is. Um, trying to stop Trump from running again, and mm. it, and that that's not just in the way of scaring him. Yeah, it's also in the way of they're trying to convict him yeah. of a certain crime, which would prevent him from taking office yeah. again. Yeah, and I and, think it even said like possibly three years of imprisonment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of their play. That's kind of what they want to go for. And just just to clarify what Bruce and I are saying that that's that's the dangerous part of him not being able to run again. But it, it really is just the overall situation in and of itself. And go ahead, Bruce. I, yeah. No worries. <laughs> no, that, that was good to, to pull that in. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which and we've talked about this before on the show, but prison itself mm. is a horrible institution and yeah. it's not biblical at all. Um, right. But we've discussed that before. If you missed that episode, send us an email at trdshow@protonmail.com. We'd love to uh, send you some resources on that or maybe the episode we discussed that on. If I can find it. <laughs> Forget which one it was now. Um, but the, the two points that I want to make today, one of them is that our current civil government is clearly and dramatically bloated beyond what's what it's supposed to be and i don't think you're gonna find a conservative modern day republican conservative who would deny that i think most people today on the right recognize that our civil government is bloated they don't know what it's supposed to look like because they don't know what the bible says about civil government which we're going to get to in a second but they do recognize at least in some ways that it's bloated so Step one, great, we've at least got that. But, you know, one reason that this is happening, one reason for it being bloated is that it, it has the ability to be bloated. The Bible says that taxation over 10% is slavery. See 1 Samuel chapter 8 if you need uh, a proof text for that. We know that our human hearts are desperately wicked and corrupted by power. The founding fathers of America knew that. Uh, as well, which is why they put so many checks and balances on our current system, right? But as a nation, we've turned our backs on God, and this is the result. So not only have we turned our backs on the dead letter, the dead document, the Constitution that nobody uses today, we've turned our backs on that, but we've also turned our backs on the inspired document that that was based on, which is the Word of God. So that's yeah. that's over two right there, <laughs> setting us up for very bad results. Rather than fulfilling its duty 
as the justice division of society, the civil government has taken upon itself the task of ruling every aspect of our lives. That is not its job. It's not the job of the civil government to rule every area of our lives. The job of the civil government is to be the justice division of society. And what we see there as well is that that justice is going to be fairly, not I can't say limited because it, it has to be large depending on the size of people, but if you're only getting a 10% tax, the things that you'll do with that are extremely limited. You will not be able to be used very efficiently, very well for something like this, right? You won't be able to waste the resources on mm. invading a political opponent's house with guns uh, legally, right? So we're making it look legal. That just isn't something that you'll have the cap the capability to do because you'll have to spend so much of your time doing other things to prevent, well, not prevent crimes, but to deal with the crimes. So that's a huge, huge part of this is they, the civil government shouldn't be the most powerful of the governments. It shouldn't be that. Um, but it is today. It has the ability to wipe out as many lives as it wants to, which is horrifying. Um, so rather than fulfilling its duty as the justice division of society, the civil government has taken upon itself the task of ruling every aspect of our lives. There are now over 50, get this number right, 50, five zero different departments and agencies in the American civil government. 50. This is absolutely insane and despicable. They now have, and I'm just going to list some of them because you have to hear it to, to believe it. They now have a Department of Agriculture, which is apparently, and this is the definition, responsible for developing and executing federal laws related to farming, forestry, rural economic development, and food. So there's that. They have a Department of Education, which as we all know is the Department of Indoctrination, where they can spout their secular mm. humanism mm -hmm. and force it into the brains of young, unassuming children, which is despotic and evil. They also have uh, an Institute of Museum and Library Services, because that's totally related to justice, and mm. a United States African Development Foundation. <laughs> it's an official agency <laughs> called the African Development what did Foundation. They, what is that? Do you know what that does? I didn't Do look into it. Really, but it was established wow. recently. Yeah, I think it was for developing African American businesses, something along those lines. It's a yeah, an equity. Why is that their sort of, job? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not. Where, and then, and then also, I have to ask: Where is the where is the agency to develop white right um, right foundations? Yeah, yeah. Since they've taken it upon it themselves to help one group of people develop their businesses, yeah. that's kind of racist if you're not going to do it for everyone. Yeah. But they shouldn't be doing it for anyone is the point. Right, exactly. So that my point is not to say that we should have oh, two yeah, different exactly. foundations. My point is that <laughs> right. yeah. we need another foundation for white yeah, people. No? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> so there are so many of these departments that a website with a tabulated page was built out so we could keep track of them all. <laughs> um, go to usa.gov slash federal dash agencies to see a full list of these things. I mean, it's, it's, it's frankly terrifying because this has been around. This is not a new thing. I mean, Americans are finally, finally far too late 
but finally waking up to the fact that we've been living in a socialistic, communistic country for like a century and a half. We're finally waking up to that realization. But the damage that's been done already is insane. The amount of things that have been put in place right here in America, when we call ourselves a free country, we don't know what that means anymore. We've completely lost the definition of freedom. And it's because we've completely confused where we're completely confused on where freedom comes from. It doesn't come from our precious documents. It doesn't come from our own idealistic heads. Uh, it doesn't come from secular humanism. It comes purely from God and God alone. So <clears throat> why should we care about this though? This is happening. Why, why do we care? What does it matter if the civil government is overstepping its bounds and taking over more and more areas of our society? Why, why should we care about that? These questions can be answered from so many different perspectives. I mean, we could spend the whole episode just talking about all the civil governments throughout history that have gone down this route and have destroyed millions of lives in the process. But I think the most important perspective here is God's perspective. That should be the real answer as to why we should be avoiding this. And that was the Founding I mean, Fathers' answer. Also, Go ahead. Not to mention that not only are millions of lives destroyed that government that does this kind of thing ultimately gets destroyed mm, right when it yep. falls away from the biblical process when Judgment it falls follows. away from biblical um stipulations then it becomes a nation under judgment and sooner or later will be destroyed yep and we see this with rome we see yes. this with Israel. england even most recently England. Yeah. You know, it's it well, it used to be a stronger nation. Now I'm oh, not yeah. saying that England entirely is destroyed, but it used to be stronger and now it has gone down. Yeah. Dramatically it's, to the point that we're holding economically, we're the ones supporting mm -hmm. the British mm -hmm. system. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's what great point, Jake. That's what happens to a nation under judgment. Yep. <clears throat> so we see throughout all of scripture that Christ is king. And that he is working to bring about his kingdom here on earth. The civil government is part of that earth, right? I mean, it, it exists here on earth. Um, when Christ told us to pray that the Father's will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven, this includes the civil government. It's not excluding. It's like, oh, thy will be done on earth except for the civil government as it is in heaven. <laughs> I don't see that in scripture. Where in scripture do we see that the civil government gets a free pass to do whatever it wants, break all of God's laws, and every but every other government has to has to follow scripture. I don't see an exception for that. And I think you'll be hard pressed to find that <coughs> in scripture. So when the Bible outlines the duties of the civil government, we see that it's to be the justice division of society. That's its job. Romans 13 and the books of Exodus, Deuteronomy, and so many others are great places to begin studying if you're unsure about what this branch of society is meant to do. Romans 13 gives a very brief description of a civil government that has authority from God. It is to be a uh, to bear the sword of justice according to the word of God and to be a minister for your good. Neither of those things are true for our civil government today. So I would argue that our civil government is not doing what it's called to in Romans 13, and it's disobeying the word of God very strongly right now. Um, but remember, Romans 13 is just a recap. It's just like, it's like the Ten Commandments. It lists 10 
uh, 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 brief, brief, that's like a table of contents, right? It's not actually giving us all the details. To that, it's assumed you've already read through the first half of the Bible, right? So my... It's just referring you back to... Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I'll try and get to my second point. We got about a minute left and I'll wrap up my second point here. Um, but my second point is actually a deeper explanation. It, it cuts deeper and it's a solution to this increasingly dangerous problem. The reason civil government has overextended into every area of society is because the people have deserted God and his holy word and have set themselves up as gods. Claiming to be wise, the American people have become fools. And so God has given us up to our passions and sins. We are unruly people. I mean, I hope that you don't deny that because if you do, Go out and sit on a street corner for a minute and look at the people that walk by. Listen to the, all of the news stories that are happening right now with people lopping off body parts and being in relationships that the Bible calls despicable and abominations. We are an unruly and evil people. Um, because we are incapable of restraining ourselves, though, the civil government has had to step up and fill the gap. The unfortunate truth is that our society would actually be worse off in some respects if the civil government hadn't stepped in. But, but this is only temporary because the civil government is filled with the very same fools that the society is. Like, the same fools that are in society are, are running civil government now. So yeah, it's restrained a little bit because God's restraining it and he's using the civil government to do that for now. But they're the same fools that are in there. Um... We only have so long before this whole thing crumbles. Put succinctly, we have the government we deserve, but we shouldn't be mm. happy mm -hmm. about it. We have the government we deserve, but we shouldn't be happy about it. That That is an indication that we're doing something wrong. This is meant to wake us up. This is judgment from God saying, hey, get back to work. You've fallen asleep. Get up. <laughs> get back something, to work. Something I heard yesterday, and actually it was... Uh, uh, no, yeah, something that I heard yesterday was, was, um, God will use the rocks and stones, mm, yeah. but we shouldn't hope to stay using the rocks and <laughs> yes. stones. We yes. shouldn't be That's glad not... to stay only using rocks and stones. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So we are a nation under judgment from God until we realize that. Turn from our wicked ways and pray for God to heal our land. Nothing will change. In fact, it's going to get worse. We can mess with politics all we want, but ultimately the change has to happen on a cultural and societal level. It starts with us taking Christian children out of the government indoctrination camps, not sending them into those things that they call schools, which are despicable institutions of secular humanism, where they indoctrinate children into foolishness and madness and sin. First, take the children out of those places. That alone will account for huge, huge amounts of the issues we're having today. Secondly, churches need to wake up. We've been calling for this for so long on this show, and so many other people are as well. Um, and, and I think we're beginning to see sprouts of revival, but we need more. We need to water that. We need to keep working for that, for churches to wake up and preach the whole counsel of God, not just a basic limited version of, of the gospel message, 
every Sunday morning. People need to learn how to apply all of scripture to all of life. And until Mm -hmm. they do that, we can't possibly hope to fix and change our culture. Uh, That's it for me, Jake. (laughs) We're only two minutes over. That's not bad. (laughs) Well, anything you'd like to add? No, not really. I, great episode. I mean, I, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, in some ways it's depressing to hear what happened, but Mm -hmm. it also should continue to spur us on. It should wake us up. And that's the most frustrating thing is that so many people are like, Oh, there's another example of how bad it is. And they're not fixing it. They're not calling for what will actually fix it. They're calling for, oh, we need to get the Democrats out of office. It's like the Democrats aren't the problem. You are. (laughs) The society, the people in the society are the problem, not the people that you put there. (laughs) Like you're still the ones putting them there. Like we need to fix that problem first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I I was two, two things before we end. (laughs) First, I I saw a, a sign that said vote Republican. I'm like, that's the reason we're in the yeah. situation that we're <laughs> yes. in. This is this is the problem. Yep. But also, Bruce, you mentioned here turn from our wicked ways. Yep. And we we put such a spiritual dampener on that mm. to where we don't understand what that even means. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even understand that overtaxation is a wicked way mm. that we need to turn away oh, from. Oh, good point. Yep. Yep, precisely. We, we think, oh, if if each member of the society would stop um, stealing, everything yeah. would be back. To right, right, right. Okay. Well, we limit, we limit the we limit the law of God to the Ten Commandments, and mm. we say that that's it, and we throw out the rest of Scripture that tells us how to live Christian lives and how to work for the kingdom of God, we throw all of that away because our churches have thrown all of that away. So mm-hmm. we're following their example. We're doing exactly what we get every Sunday morning. Um, yeah. Unless you happen to be in Leeds, South Dakota, in which case I can recommend a really good church, I'm just saying, <laughs> where they don't do that. Um, but the majority of churches do that. And it's mm-hmm. so unfortunate to see because that's the churches severely underestimate a their role from God and B, how much power they actually have to fix things. Yep. And we could spend whole half hour episode just talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, well, we're five minutes over, so we'll wrap it up. Thanks, Jake, for your final thoughts. Thanks for looking into that and doing some research there. Really appreciate it. Uh, if we just wasted another five minutes of your day. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hopefully people don't mind. Um, right, right. So send us an email at trdshow at protonmail.com if if you do mind or if you like the episode we'd love to get some of those as well also go to our website trdshow.net follow us on all sorts of places like this video subscribe please it really helps us out as a channel and uh, thank you for watching and remember everyone in all that you do do it as unto the lord